Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Sorry for the uh, delay here in getting podcasts to you. We had an awesome uh, camp meeting here this last week, and now getting back into the swing of things. I have the privilege of teaching in the Bible school this quarter on Christ the Healer, so getting prepared for that. Pretty excited. Um, but I want to read to you today. I've been reading uh, the book of Second Thessalonians, and I want to read to you um, from chapter 3. So I'm going to start here at verse 1, uh, and it says, Finally, brethren... Pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified, even as it is with you. You know, when I started, the Lord put on my heart uh, many years ago to start having a prayer time. Um, this was one of the things that I had to confront was, is this, uh, I guess, deep-seated belief that prayer, my prayers didn't matter. But Paul's here instructing the church, please pray for me. And he said, pray that the word of God may have free course. You know, when I started praying, the questions started coming up like, well, why do I need to pray? Because God's going to do what he's going to do. And then you have to, through the word, confront that and realize that that's not how this works, that, that God's assigned this planet to us. And that he said, when you pray, pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven that God's plan is to get his will done on this earth, but he uses people. So we are the, by the Holy Ghost, we are the agent of change on this earth and the agent, the agent really of enforcing the will of God on this earth. And prayer is one of those points of contact. The Bible says that much power is made available um, to the effectual fervent man of the, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man uh, that uh, avails much. And, and then the emphasis and much power is made available and it's working. So there's there's power released. Just like electricity has been available since the beginning of the world, it just hasn't been accessed, right? It hasn't been conducted. And so for us, we become conduits of the plan and the power of God. But prayer is one of those things that that is a point of contact. And because, why? Because our words are so powerful. He says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So praying actually there's times where you pray about things, but there's times where it's a point of contact to release your faith. Jesus said in Mark 11, 23 and 24, he said, when you pray, believe that you receive and, and you'll have it. So it's a place where you release your faith, release your point of contact. So prayer is vital. So he says, pray for us that the word of God, the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. The thing that we have to understand as well is that there's an enemy of our progress and the enemy is Satan. God wants us to advance. God has things lined up for us. God has plans that he has for us, but God's plans don't happen automatically. It doesn't happen because God wills it. If everything that happens is God's will, then we're not serving the right God. There's something wrong with his plans, right? The things, the bad things that happen in this world, well, why does God let this happen? Well, God assigned this earth. He signed the lease on this earth over to us, and then we signed it over to Satan, well, Adam did when he sinned. The Bible says in Psalm 115, verse 16, it says, The heavens, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth has he given to the children of men. And so this became our jurisdiction, where this earth wasn't his anymore. Now there's coming a time where Jesus will come back and put down all rebellion and put everything under his feet and then present it back to the Father. Right? So that's kind of the big picture. The Father handed it to Adam. Adam handed it over Satan. Satan has ruled it for a long time. Jesus came to rescue us from his rule. And then Jesus will come back and put him under and hand it back to the Father. Right? And then the Father will burn it. It'll be burnt with fire and then it'll be remade and we'll go back to as it was supposed to have been. 
but the, but there's an enemy, and the enemy is Satan, and he wants to stop your progress, and he's 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 contending to keep you, first of all, out of heaven, but he's contending to keep you from fulfilling the call of God. You have to remember that there's an enemy of your progress. So prayer becomes one of the ways that that we that we enforce the will of God and the plan of God for our life. And then it says here, verse 2, and that you may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. Just like in the same way God to get his will done uses people, Satan to get his will done uses people. Satan doesn't have a human tongue. He has to find somebody who will yield, right? So just like God's looking to get people born again and filled with the Holy Ghost so he can he can uh, advance his plans and purposes. The devil's looking for people to yield themselves to his demonic powers. And so he can get his will done because he needs human because this human, this world belongs to humans. The Bible says, uh, the Bible says, you know, the, the great uh, commission was that we would go into all the world and preach the gospel. You know, it's interesting to me that in Acts 4, They'd been baptized with the Holy Ghost, but then they're persecuted, right? And so they come back among their own company and they pray and they say, Lord, behold their threatenings. Give us boldness that we may preach your word. Let signs and wonders be done. So they're saying, Lord, all the things that Jesus did when he was on the earth, Lord, let, let's keep advancing this thing. And look look how the Lord answers. And it says, and they were, and the place where they prayed was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And so God's way of advancing his kingdom and working his works on the earth is through his people filled with the Holy Ghost. The devil's way of advancing his kingdom is is filling his people with with demons and getting his work done, getting people to cooperate with their tongues and create, right? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So he's saying, pray that we would be delivered from un, from wicked men, from unreasonable men. There's people assigned to your destruction. The good thing to know is that Satan's defeated. But you have to know that Satan has no power over you. A demon cannot hurt you, but you have to know that demons have been defeated. Hebrews 2.15 and uh, Colossians 2.14 say, say that uh, the one verse says that, that he's uh, destroyed him that had power of death. That is the devil. The other one says he's, he's brought him to nothing. He made a show, the, he defeated principalities and powers and made a show of them openly. The, the demonic realm, as far as the Christian goes, isn't a factor, but it doesn't mean that the devil won't try. So you have to have an understanding that you have victory through Jesus Christ, that the power has been given to you, that no demon of hell can hurt you. A demon cannot harm you. That's why, that's why, that's why there's a demon of suicide is because a, a demon can't come and kill you. But, but if he can get you to kill yourself, a demon can't end your life. Satan can't end your life. That's good to know. You're a human. You have authority on this earth. He, if he, you know, it's an interesting thing that in the garden to take the authority, he didn't go. The snake didn't bite Adam and kill him. The snake had to tempt Adam and get or Eve and and get them to yield because he didn't have dominion. Snakes don't have dominion on this earth. Humans do. And so it says, verse three. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you, and keep you from evil. You know, that's the good thing. Men may be assigned to your destruction, but the Lord is faithful. The Lord knows the plans of the wicked, and he says that they'll fall into the trap that they dug for themselves. You know, this is why tuning your ear to be sensitive to the Spirit of God is so important, because the Lord will direct you. The Lord will guide you. You know, the Lord has good plans for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. The Lord will lead you in the way that you should go. 
And so it's, it's, it's finding, it's, it's tuning your ear so that you can hear the specific instruction from the Lord, because the Lord is faithful and he will deliver you. But the Lord gives you a, a conscience and the Lord speaks by the Holy Ghost. So people override their consciences. I, I wonder how many people who loved the Lord were believers and then were, were called by God and and then because they overrid their conscience, they ended up leaving the planet early. There's people that I know that were believers that got into accidents, right? People that loved the Lord, that, that had a call of God in their lives, and people who, who didn't make changes in their health and died young, where I know the Lord was putting on their heart. You know, the Lord's not going to let you get into your 50s. It's not God's plan, and he, He'll warn you. He's not going to let you get into your 50s with a massive call of God in your life and then die from heart failure because your diet's bad. The Lord's going to start speaking to you about changes. And so people override their conscience in areas. And that's why being completely surrendered and saying, Lord, I know you're on my side. This is such an important mindset and, and heart attitude to retain is that God's with you and he's for you. And he he's, doesn't have plans of evil. He has good plans. So if the Lord's directing you in an area, it's for your own good. If the Lord calls you to sow a giant seed, it's for your own good. He's not trying to deplete you. He's looking for you to cooperate with his plans because he wants to bless you. So he says, but the Lord it says, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Man, I love that. God's an establisher. He's a, he, God's a builder. God's not, yes, the, the gospel's there to tear down, but God doesn't tear people down. God tears wicked down. God builds people up. God's a builder. He's an establisher. You know, God's work in your life is establishing you in the things of God. God's work in your life is establishing you in the, in the gifts and the callings that he has on your life. God's work in your life is, is building you up, strengthening you in the area of faith. It's important to remember that the Lord's on your side. Sometimes when you're believing, and I want you to hear me on this, but when people are believing the Lord for things and they're extending their faith and then there's delays or you're not seeing what you want to see, it's, it, you can almost get this feeling like God's standing in heaven with his hand behind his back withholding this thing and, and that you're like just waiting for God's timing. But that's not what it is. Faith for healing is you taking back from the devil, right? You accessing the power of God to take back. It's really authority. Taking back by your authority what belongs to you. And then with some things, with finances, there's just timing. There's, there's the Lord, you know, there's things that God will cause you to step into. There's things that will be too much of a distraction for you right now. But you have to remember that God's on your side. And as long as you're fully obedient, God's taking you there. Uh, God's taking you where he wants you to go. And so knowing that God's on your side, Psalm 118, and it says, verse 5, I called on the Lord in distress, and the Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire on those who hate me. I really like that. The Lord is for me. The Lord is for me among those who help me. Let me read it in the King James. It says, the Lord is on my side. It says, uh, the Lord takes my part with them that help me. Isn't that awesome to think? If you think about like who's on your side, like, hey, my mom's on my side. My dad's on my side. My cousin's on my side. I got this best friend. But you know, the Lord's in that group of people that are on your side, ones that are on your side. And God's powerful. Good to have God on your side. I'd rather have God on my side and be on the bad side of the mafia than have it the other way around. The Lord is on my side. And so understanding that and, and keeping that as a perspective that God's with you and he's helping you. He's actively helping you today to receive everything he has for you. You know, you know that, that the word is God's will. It's actually God's desire. It's what God wills. God wills that you wouldn't perish. God wills 
blessing. God wills abundance. And so, so quieting your heart that you're not waiting on God. You're not hoping God does this thing for you. You're pressing in by faith and taking territory and advancing for what God has for you. You know, the Israelites went to go into, uh, into um, the promised land, but it was their own thinking and it was their own unbelief that kept them out. So God's plan for, was them for, for them to be there and not wander in the wilderness for 40 years. But it was their unbelief that kept them out. God wanted them enjoying the land of milk and honey way sooner than they ended up enjoying it. He didn't want them dying in the wilderness. God has plans to move you into the promised land. I want to say it again, but we're going over to the other side by the end of this year. The Bible says that Isaac sowed seed in the land in the same year, reaped a hundredfold. I'm telling you, there's people listening to this podcast that by the end of the year, your, your financial and your spiritual situation will be completely different by the end of this year, that by December 31st, the Lord will bring you into the land of milk and honey. The Lord will bring you into abundance where you don't worry about your bills every month. I speak by the word of the Lord. There's people listening and I'm one of them that I'm going over to the other side, that you're going over to the other side and we're not coming back. We're going over into the place of abundance. We're going over to a place of of supernatural increase of favor that we didn't know was possible. We're going over because the Lord has said we're going over to the other side. Hallelujah. If that's you, go ahead and open your mouth and just begin to thank him. Hey, begin to praise the Lord. Lord, you're so wonderful. Thank you, Lord. We're going over to the other side. Lord, we'll lack no good thing in Jesus name. And then it says, verse four, and we have confidence in the Lord touching you that you both do and will do the things which we command you. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. You know, when you talk about faith and then you talk about patient waiting, we're waiting for Christ because that day hasn't come yet. But that's part of what our Christian life is. It's waiting on the Lord. I'm not waiting for healing, but it's waiting for the return of the Lord, living circumspectly and living our life in a waiting pattern, obviously taking territory, but, but, but really what that means is to look forward. So our lives are organized to look forward to, to the day that the Lord returns, that there's a day coming where I'm going to stand before God. I'm making, I'm making decisions now, and I'm making changes now because I'm going to give an account to God for my life. So keeping eternity in front of your eyes. That's what we have for you today. I want to tell you I love you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. If this podcast has helped you, please, please feel free to share it as we round up to 500, uh, podcast number 500. I wonder if there's anyone out there that's listened to all of them. How about that? But we love you. God bless you. And we'll see you on the next podcast.